baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah, it also means the day before the, the Vikings game, whatever. You know, joined by Alec Lewis uh, this morning, this afternoon, this evening here on WCCO Radio. I'll get my time a day straight, Alec. Uh, Alec writes for The Athletic. He is the beat writer for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, a couple of columns from this week, one of which came early in the week when you uh, basically were saying we can't hold uh, the coach, Kevin O'Connell, uh, up for the, the failure of the Vikings to convert. And you throw an interesting stat out there about the percentages of attempts to sneak as they tried a couple of times on third and, and short, fourth and short. Uh, and 87% of the times the Vikings have tried that, this season, it's been successful, which is ahead of the league average, Alec. Yeah, first, you said you said good morning. Good, yeah, I mean, it's morning somewhere, so uh, yeah, well, you're it's... on it. I, I think you're, you're sharp, and uh, it, it's, it, <laughs> it works out. As far as the quarterback sneaks, I mean, yeah, look, I, I never, ever, ever want to tell a fan what to think. Like, I, I know sometimes in this job I give my opinion and, and I have beliefs and they're grounded all a lot of the time in data or film or conversations with somebody in the building who has a data point that I probably – or people on the outside wouldn't have. But I just felt like given the way this year has gone and thinking about things from a very big-picture standpoint – when you account for the injuries of Kirk and, and Justin Jefferson and account for all the turnovers and think about the fact that, look, like at the end of the day, there's seven and seven here in a season again against the schedule where seven and seven seem possible even at full strength. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand the nitpicking of these, these games, and, and I, I do think these plays are important to analyze and discuss, but I also think it's easy sometimes on the outside – to look at the result and think that the process didn't make any sense, uh, whereas kind of we thinking about it from the opposite standpoint. So it's 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 fun and I it's all in good fun and I I enjoy the conversations and the engagement in terms of what people think. Yeah, well, were you surprised? I I guess I just kept thinking that there's got to be a bigger guy than Mullins on that team <laughs> that could. I mean, we saw uh, Chandler break through a couple of times in just a big way against that defensive line from Cincinnati let's I mean like one of those times try somebody else I mean did you ever have that thought Alec (laughs) no yeah of course yeah there's no question that I mean when you have Nick Mullins QB sneaking it with a guy who is five foot eight 181 pounds and Brandon Powell behind him doing the pushing I mean yeah it raises a lot of questions so afterward after the game and Kevin O'Connell's asked he's asked a couple things like one, why is Brandon Powell at five foot eight the one doing the pushing? And he explains that on film in the week leading up to the game, they had seen that if they went with lighter personnel, then it might be easier for the initial push. And that showed itself earlier in the game. So there are explanations. But of course, on the outside, yeah, you question why would you do that? Why not hand it off to the guy who's run for 132 yards? And and his response to that was, well, hang it off, takes more time, gives 
the defensive line more chance to push so that for for a lot of different reasons I think I had a lot of questions and I think ultimately they're all fair I mean when you lose a game like that and these every game is meaningful I mean everyone's going to point the blame at somebody and you could point the blame at the two turnovers in the red zone or the defense giving up three touchdowns in the fourth quarter or the the head coach who made the two play calls that he did at the very end on a day where honestly Nick Mullins had a pretty good uh, performance. So it's it's the blame is goes all around when you lose these games. Um, I again, it's it's rightful for people in this city, especially that have watched this team for as long as you have, uh, to to question. So it's it's yeah. I, of course, I think watching from the outside, you you always um, you always have questions, and I just try to look at it from a very objective kind of both sided approach. Whether that's right or wrong, that's just kind of how I'm wired, I guess. Well, that's the very essence of Monday uh, morning quarterbacking, right? Um, just to come back and and uh, take it apart afterwards and said, "Well, what if you had done this?" And <laughs> and yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. It's what makes it fun. It's it really it's part of what makes the league as good as it is too. Well, there is that. There is that. Hey, you had another uh, column uh, in the Athletic uh, that uh, people should check out and read, uh, and that is what it's going to take for the Vikings to get into the playoffs. And it's not that difficult, is it? It really isn't. I mean, if you win two out of these last three, I mean, I, I guess, let me let me rephrase it. The process of getting in, in terms of understanding it from the outside, not that complicated. If they win two of these last three, then they're probably in. Now, I will say, the, the it is complicated to beat uh, two of these last three teams. They played Detroit and they played Green Bay. They played Detroit twice. Detroit is a team <clears throat> that is really talented offensively, um, a lot of skilled players, some new players on defense. They're very well coached. Um, beating Detroit, especially twice, is going to be really difficult. And the Packers have had a fair amount of success, success excuse me, in the back half, half of the season. So while the if you win two out of three, you get in, it's it's, it's a lot easier written in the athletic pride than uh, accomplished on the field beginning Sunday. Do you, I, I, I'm just curious because sometimes when a team gets in a situation where they are in, um, you know, they're going to make the playoffs, they might, um, you know, back off a bit, save some players or something of that nature. Do you see anything like that happening with Detroit? Could definitely happen. You know, they play the Vikings this week, and if they win this game at U.S. Bank Stadium, they will clinch the NFC North. And then at that point, it becomes a seeding conversation. They play Dallas next week, actually, which is a pretty fascinating game. And Dallas certainly is going to be vying for seeding spots and, and, and the NFC East and their division. So that game should probably be pretty competitive regardless. And I would doubt that Detroit – would sit guys just because they still are jockeying for position. But it does put Week 18, the last game of the Vikings season, in Detroit in question. I mean, Dan Campbell, the Viking, I'm mean, excuse me, the Lions head coach, does not strike me as the take-a-game-off type of guy. I mean, he is as gritty, tough, uh, Detroit-style mindset as you're going to find. So um, it wouldn't shock me if they did play the Stars in that game. But, but you just never know, and it's really hard to peg until we get there, um, I, 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 it, they, the cliche that the coaches and players will say is week to week, and that's kind of, I think, probably the best way to peg it as we're thinking forward right now. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You mentioned Green Bay, the second half of the season. They've been coming on a bit. Um, I, you know, take some delight in seeing them because I'm from Minnesota, you know, I mean, it's, uh, all my, and it's like that old joke, you know, two favorite teams, the Minnesota Vikings and whoever is playing the, uh, uh, Green Bay Packers that week. But, um, just wondering if, if, because they have started to show some promise the second half of this season, and then there have been some stumbles and some faltering. What do you see coming for Green Bay, uh, this coming week? Yeah, they've had a lot of, um, I would say, I would call it uh, frustration in the last week uh, to two weeks over their defensive coordinator, Joe Barry. And that frustration and the disgruntled nature of fans has been a theme during Joe Barry's time there. They play similar to the way the Vikings played last year, which is pretty stagnant, which is a lot of off-zone coverage where you're giving up uh, a lot of room, and, and uh, it's, it's really the polar opposite of the way the Vikings run their defense right now. And so um, for as much as they have seen development for quarterback Jordan Love and a lot of the young receivers, I mean, they've got just a plethora of young talent that has really grown and, and developed, and offensively they've been pretty good and impressive. Um, the defense over there is a major question mark right now. And – just as it relates to the Vikings playing the Packers, I mean, Kevin O'Connell, since he's gotten here, and his staff have really had not – they have not had much trouble moving the football against Joe Barry. So it makes next week certainly interesting. And then, obviously, that is only heightened by what is going to be uh, an important game for both teams. My guest is Alec Lewis. He writes at The Athletic. He covers the Vikings there. Um, he's on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline. Uh, give me a rundown on who's, who's in, who's out, who's hurt, who's not uh, for this coming weekend. Yeah, the Vikings are actually without cornerback Byron Murphy Jr., who is their best cornerback. Um, I mean, I, an evaluation of him this year is pretty difficult. He, he plays outside and inside, um, and he hasn't been like – spectacular but he's been serviceable and that's a spot where they need that type of quality at the very least and so to not have him he suffered a knee injury early in uh saturday's game against the Bengals and continued playing but has not been able to go this week that is a it's a tough absence it'll really test their depth defensively then then you got a lot of players questionable right tackle brian o'neill running back alexander madison uh defensive tackle harrison phillips um, a lot of these guys I expect to be kind of close to game time to z- decision. I do think Harrison Phillips, who had a back injury this week, I, I do think he will play. The others are, are questionable. So um, <laughs> this is going to be tough at full strength facing Detroit. I mean, their, their, their defense can be dissected, but offensively they are very, very talented. And so Brian Flores, for as much amazing work as he has done this year for this defense, I mean, the hands – are quite full with what Detroit is going to come in here with on Sunday and, and what he's going to have available. 
Alec, you get to know these guys during the course of the season, and it makes me wonder because I'm just thinking, you know, as a fan, that this is like this must-win situation. Does that change things? And unfortunately, it's coming at home for the Vikings, um, and so they're going to, you know, make every effort to pour it on. Does that come into play, or is that just imagination on my part? You know, they would say no. They would say every game, we take it one week at a time, and every game means the same, and you hear those cliches in this job so much that you almost, I don't know, you're, you're, you just they start saying it, and you just stop listening to it. But, but, I mean, it's a good question because actually this weekend, just considering how tough Saturday's loss was and considering Detroit can clinch the division on the Vikings' home court, per se, uh, Sunday. I mean, there's probably going to be a lot of juice in that locker room, and there's been a lot of hype around Detroit going back to the offseason. And I guarantee you the, the, the players in the building know that, uh, the coaches know that, and so to, to put an effort in a very big spot against Detroit, it, it, it will definitely mean a lot. These divisional games, again, they will say every game means the same, but a divisional game where the playoffs are, are, are I mean, where it, these, are the, these are the games that are going to dictate where you – fall or don't fall in the playoffs, I mean, it's going to mean a lot. There, There's no question, and for as much as they probably use the cliches, this one, it, it's, it's up there for how much it matters for sure. It's got a different feeling, in other words. Good. Hey, Alec, always a pleasure to have a chance to chat with you, get your insight, and to read you at The Athletic, so I do appreciate your joining us this afternoon here on News Talking no, 3 Thank you guys for having me. Have a great holiday as well, and we will continue to read you and catch up to you as we uh, preview the, the next week. But we're taking them one week at a time, one game at a time, as you said. So that's the way we'll play it. Have a great week and have a great holiday. Thank you. You guys, too. Appreciate it. Take care. 547 News Talk 830 WCCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 